2: Everything Entertainment. Now I'm going down the rabbit hole of looking at cars.
1: Oh no. I you know. got a you got a nice reliable car.
2: It's reliable for now. I'm hoping it'll get me through next year. But I'm I'm looking at this Carvana and are they not telling us how many miles
3: cars have?
1: Well, that's a deal breaker. And they
3: sell used cars too. So that's I know that if you see one like in Kansas City, you they will ship it. That's so cool, you
1: know. Yeah, it's a pretty cool business limited. model.
3: It is, yeah.
1: Business.
2: Wow, there's a 2016 Jeep Patriot or Patriot uh, for nineteen thousand dollars, and i if I'm reading this right, it only has two hundred and eighty one miles on it. How is that possible?
1: Wow, two hundred eighty one
2: thousand, ex- baby. <laughs> it just says two eighty one miles. Okay.
1: No, that that seems like that's a the Jeep Patriot is an entry level Jeep. It is not your Jeep Grand Cherokee you can shell out north of forty thousand dollars if you get a lot of options on it. The Jeep Patriot that sounds that sounds good. It's a good deal. Do it. But Switch it's four
2: it. years old. How does it only have two hundred and eighty-one miles?
1: I mean, somebody bought it and then they like put it in their their garage. It was bought for okay. grandma, or grandpa. Okay. Come on.
2: Wow. Come on, Why Donna. You say grandma or grandpa?
1: I'm just saying, like a grandma or grandpa mm-hmm. probably got it, and then they never drove anywhere because their vision fell off or something like that, and then <laughs> it just stayed in a garage. Okay, got <laughs> it.
3: <laughs>
1: Part of an estate sale or something like that. Okay, Donna, you Somebody got a great car right now.
3: Mistress and she broke up with him, and then oh, no. oh, wait, oh, 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 oh a no. story right there. Yeah.
1: Jeez, now yeah. there's all sorts of dirty underbellies to every car sold at Carvana. <laughs>
2: You got to work on your story still uh nice. ing sting
1: What year vehicle do you have right now, Donna? May I?
2: 2012. Nice! Thank you.
1: I got a... Uh, thank you for asking. I have a 2014.
2: Okay. All right. We're in the Don. Uh, I don't know.
1: Doesn't matter. It's just... <laughs> they all have wheels on them. Bad thing. I, yeah. Mine has about 100,000 miles on it.
2: Uh, mine has more than that.
1: Okay. Nice. nice. That's because you do all those trips up to your palatial getaway estate up north see that'll run your gas bill right oh, into yeah, the ground
2: true it is true can i tell you guys something that uh, really caught my eye this morning yeah and then we'll uh, remind people about project down and dirty but america's got talent i don't really watch the show yeah me neither but the winner spoiler alert is a gentleman named brandon leek
1: oh, hello brandon
2: he's a poet
1: did he know? He
2: won. Did he know no. he was a poet? Yes, yeah. he did. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's really great.
1: Real A poet? Yes. One America's Got Talent?
2: Correct. He's really, really good. He's a, um, I, I guess you could call him a dramatic storyteller. And he uh. talks about, uh, he's a black man, and he talks about um, the one, the one, the um, performance that I saw happened to be about his mom. Hmm. And it was really moving.
3: You want to play a little bit of it? Um, I would
1: okay. like to
3: hear it. I don't know where. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, put a link a, in, so I thought. Yeah, yeah, let's do okay. it. I, I was, it was doing it just up. so I
2: could link it up. But yeah, okay. Hmm. It starts off, you know, you're going to have to you? go and Go ahead.
0: Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Here on stage, <laughs> they call me Brandon. <laughs> when I'm with my homies, they call me B and... When I'm with the ladies, let's just say, they call me taken because I'm already happily spoken for. (laughs) But when I'm back at home, my mama, she called me Pookie. And though I'm not afraid to admit it, my mother calls me Pookie at like the most inopportune moments. For instance, today, on my way here to America's Got Talent, my mom screamed out the front door, make sure that you call me when you get there, Pookie. (laughs) And like, I get why my mother says it out of courtesy, but to be real, I don't understand why my mom's so concerned with my safety, praying for me as I leave the house on a daily because I'm just a young man who has faith in Jesus. The same way that stars have faith, the space will protect them from this galactic bully we call gravity who longs to turn their star to a splendid spectacle for passive buyers to watch in awe of its death. So yes, I never really understood the issue. And then I went on Facebook <laughs> oh,
2: and then wow. hes so he goes on to talk about how his mom is, you know, just like any mother of a of a young black man. Is fears for his safety. Oh. And, and then he goes yeah. on to talk about don't find yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time and oh, wow. it's just really, really powerful and it just keeps ramping up and up and up and he's he's very talented. You
1: That's know, so as awesome. I think about this, um with America's Got Talent, if they still do it like they did, you win money, but you also win a, a stint at a Las Vegas hotel.
2: Yeah. He won a million dollars, I think.
1: Yeah, so that's listen man, that's good money. I believe they pay it out in an annuity over okay. 20 years, but still money's money. Yeah, oh, wow, great. Um anyway, I You know, like they generally then get a show at a Vegas hotel. And at first you say, oh, there's a poet that won. And I'm thinking, how would this work at a Vegas hotel? Mm -hmm. However, as you hear him, and then if you think, if you go through a series of maybe seven or eight stories and they each sort of build and perhaps in the end they have all tied in together and then there's some sort of, you know, lighting behind it, there could be all sorts of video things that they could do behind them. It actually could be a, a really interesting breath of fresh air in the world of las vegas
2: i really do for him he really um emotes he um he creates you know emotional responses in his audience he did an emotional letter to his dad i just i find him extremely interesting really really good Really good. That made, that's, that's really cool that they did something different.
1: Howie Mandel Very was cool. so pumped. He was, I saw a video that he put on Instagram just saying like, he was so glad that America voted the way that they did. It just, he was like, just so happy. He thought this is what we need right now. So congratulations, Brandon Leak.
2: Way to go, Brandon. Would you like me to read you a
3: poem?
1: Excuse, what? Oh
3: my God! Wait a
1: minute, wait a minute. Is this from the Donna Valentine
3: archives? Yep.
1: Okay, Jordan hang on. What? Uh, uh, dateline when? When are we traveling back in time uh, to? March 22nd,
2: 1987.
1: Oh, sweet mercy. This is great. <laughs> uh, do we need to know anything going in? Thank you. Do we need to know anything going in? Not really. Okay. You ready? All right. Yeah, I'm ready.
2: This doesn't even have a title, but I'll call it Yesterday. Okay? Love
1: this. Okay. Here we go.
2: Yesterday is a dark, dark shadow that hangs over the light of today. The today that will too soon become yesterday haunting the tomorrow that is to become today. It is too late to think about tomorrow, yesterday, for tomorrow is already here, today. Already dark, already gone, always under yesterday's spell. Thank you.
1: Don't he don't clap. To it's to don't clap. It's rude to clap. Oh, oh. Except the snap with oh. the poem.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my went. cool
1: cat right there.
2: Thanks, man.
1: Wow, Donna. What were you? What, are <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Who hurt you?
2: No, I think I was taking a class, like a yeah. in in women's studies, and it was a poetry class. And so I had to learn how to write oh, poetry. Oh, that's
3: so cool! That's nice. We Thanks, want to hear Don- all of them. Donna's poetry corner. Oh, I so oh mean, you God. get some little beatnik music yeah. that was better than Dateline music. Da dum,
1: <laughs> you know, da dum, da dum, da dum, no, that, that's not the right music. Okay. Um, which weird <laughs> is some people say they talk about poetry and they're like, oh, I'm not a fan of poetry. But you know, that's just such a simple way of viewing it. Because if you like music, you're a fan of poetry. Exactly.
3: You got. Exactly.
1: You know, yes. I mean it's all lyrical, it's all lyrical expression.
2: If you like a story, I like it. you know. It, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, ween. some of them are too long and real dark, but
1: I would I'd be open to that. more of them.
2: Oh, yes, <laughs> much. <Jeez. laughs>
1: Yeah, bring them in, Donna. Anytime you want to read one, oh. you can put in the grid anytime, anywhere, any day. I have a poem I would like to read, and I will happily stand up. Uh, I have
2: a whole binder right here, Don. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. Oh,
1: great. Yeah, you know what, yeah, Donna, now I have that I'm short thinking about stories. It, um, what we could figure out some some way where I could do the music. Ooh. You know what I mean? As you do the poem.
3: This is great. I love when
2: we talk shop. Can live on the air. Hey, when else are we going to talk gonna about it? Yeah, it, we right? don't meet. I yeah. know. It's not like we ever see one another. <laughs> oh man, you could have done that.
1: I you know just I should have. That.
2: You should have, but now we know. Anyway, our Facebook question for today.
1: What's the most ridiculous way you've ever hurt yourself? Coming up and if you see something, say something. There's a story about an accidental no, injury. I
2: don't want to hear this again. <laughs> I can't. My heart can't take it. Uh oh. And
1: so with that, Uh, we would ask you, like, what's a weird way that you've injured yourself before? I love There are actually two injury stories, to be honest, Donna, and both will make you nervous about life. Oh, my gosh. Freak accidents, man. They're out there.
2: All right. Well, that's coming up a little bit later, but coming up next, we'll have some things that make us go, huh? This is all you, Stevie.
1: I'm happy to do it. Now, I see that Dawn oh. has added something, and I always, anytime there's an addition to it, I really want to lead with that. Dawn found out that babies don't have a certain body part.
4: It's mm. so freaky.
1: So, we will all find out what that is together, plus a bunch of other dumb things you didn't need to know when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
2: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Don't forget about Project Down and Dirty. Classic radio drama. It is coming up the last week of October. And uh, we are partnering, each show is partnering with a different uh, charity. So we will be talking to someone from our charity, which is Caring for Caregivers. It's a fund uh, that was put together by Alina Health. So we will be talking is somebody from Alina Health coming up at 9.30. So stick around for that, and you can find out where these funds are being put to use in the meantime.
1: (laughs) We're going to let Dawn McLean lead the way today because she found out an interesting thing that you might want to know, and maybe you didn't know, about babies being born essentially without this body part. Donna, should we guess?
2: Uh, Yes, I think we might know it. Oh, you think? I think. Oh. I think it's kneecaps. Okay.
1: I was going to say elbow bones.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, the answer is heads. No. Uh, <laughs> the, answer, <laughs> the answer is kneecaps, Donna.
1: Wow. wow.
3: So they're not born with them. Instead, their cartilage gradually turns into bone and Ossification, which is the hardening of your bones, begins between the ages of two and six years. Oh my! And gosh. doesn't fully finish until young adulthood. What? Oh, my so dear. I mean, be careful what you're doing with your baby, right? You know, don't yeah. let it wakeboard or you know. <laughs> Did you see board. that six month old? Saw
2: it. Did you, Steve?
1: Yeah, the six month <laughs> old who was uh, water skiing. Yeah, they had him like fastened to this kind of like a wakeboard situation. It looked like his feet were fastened down. A six month old. And then they were um, just jet skiing like big dogs.
3: Oh my god! I don't know about that. I, is this
2: is this, is this child <laughs> have some kind of issues or anything?
1: I don't think so. Why
2: did I think that?
1: No, I, 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 the issue is the baby's amazing and is six months and is strapped to a wakeboard and isn't having a conniption.
2: <laughs> so fun. Oh
1: you guys god. ever do the thing with your kneecap? Where, like, do you remember when you realized, oh, I can move my kneecap? Mm,
3: Remember when you
1: were a kid and you realized that? Uh -uh. What?
3: Uh uh, don't know what you're saying. I mean, you can do it.
1: Donna, you've never moved your kneecap.
2: No, but you know what I do move my my my. my, I guess my Adam's apple.
1: Oh, because I used to go to
2: um, I used to go for um, what do you call it? Ice cream therapy for my throat with a pathologist. No, not a pathologist.
1: This is terrible a Throat doctor? No, it's
2: a uh, it's a therapist. Anyway,
1: (laughs) here's what I want you to do. She
2: told me to like move my Adam's apple. You could go
1: back and forth. Oh, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Heebie. All right, Uh, done it. Put your leg out straight. Okay. Now it's going to be tough because you have you need to be in a lower seat and you're in that high chair that's over there.
2: Yep, I'm doing it. Are you doing doing it. it? It's exactly what I do to my throat. Exactly. <laughs> it just moves back and forth. Yep. Let me see. I didn't know women had Adam's apples. It's not. It's a voice box, larynx. Do you know, larynx.
1: I don't know. I think you do have an Adam's apple. I think it just doesn't show as prominently as men. Okay. men's do. Hang on. Stand by. Do, <laughs> I derailed as Because completely. what even is an Adam's apple? It's just the throat. It's the same structure, right? Do women...
2: Guys, have put, guys stick out,
1: though. Yeah, ours protrude more, but if you stick your finger to it, we still have it. When the larynx grows larger during puberty, it sticks out at the front of the throat. This is what's called an Adam's apple. Everyone's larynx grows during mm-hmm. puberty, but a girl's larynx doesn't grow as much as a boy's does. Most girls don't have Adam's apples, but some do. So an Adam's apple is just the word for the protrusion of the larynx.
2: We are learning things today.
1: But we all have that thing <laughs> that you can move around.
2: Okay. Your laryn- larynx. You're larynx. And you Larynx?
1: No, I think it's larynx. I've always struggled with this word. I th- It's spelled L-A-R-Y-N-X. Larynx. Not larynx.
3: Hmm. Well, not larynx.
1: I don't think so. L-A... Oh, the larynx. R, R- comes before. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> larynx.
3: Oh, gosh. This Hang is on. the whole segment is going yeah, to be just Steve looking Adam stuff out. Here <laughs> we go.
1: Here we go. Silence, everyone. We learn. Larynx. Larynx.
2: Larynx. No, what had you oh, been saying? Larynx? Larynx. Larynx. I don't
3: ever say it.
1: It's L A R. You were confusing the N and the Y. It's L A R Y N X, not L A R N Y X.
3: Wow, I Larynx. learned something today.
2: Long I'm with Larynx. you, John. I, I, it's probably how I would say it, too. Well, that was fun. Larynx larynx
1: larynx wait what is that reminding me of
2: i don't know Steve. come
1: on it's that the thing remember the audio the the thing that was tricking everybody um
2: oh the the, the two words yeah yeah, yeah. The,
1: the,
3: Lauren, la- uh, laurel? Oh,
1: laurel yanny
3: yeah laurel. yeah yanny,
1: yeah. yanny. <laughs> laurel
3: that's because it's the same guy it's voice. the same
1: guy yeah hey bill we got another one out oh, okay whatever there are A and B batteries. They are just rarely used in anything. Oh. They're still occasionally used overseas for things like bicycle lamps, though. Not a double A, not a triple A, just an A. You give me an A? You guys give me a B battery? We don't have any B batteries. Oh, by the way, my uh, smoke alarm fully went off oh. Friday night, 2 a.m.
2: Oh, no. How was no. the puppy Ew. with that? No,
1: we didn't have the puppy yet. Puppy Ew. came the oh. next day. Okay. But- By the way, when that happens at 2 a.m., not a chirp, like my battery needs changed. I am awoken to, and then I'm like, what? And then I hear them all going off, and I bolt out of bed and just start doing like a run around the house of, is there smoke anywhere? Is there smoke anywhere? No. Okay, we're good here. Now I go down to the main floor. Is there smoke anywhere? Smoke anywhere. Then I go down to the basement, and I can't figure it out.
3: You mean in your multi-level home? It
1: took me minutes to get down to the basement. (laughs) Anyway, it was a battery problem. It was a malfunction. Yeah, but man, it'll scare the uh, the Pete right out of you.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
1: All
3: right, we've done this show
2: down (laughs) enough. Let's class it up with a special guest. When we come back, we're going to talk to Lisa Shannon, who is the chief operating officer for Alina Health, and we're going to talk for uh, talk about the Caring for Caregivers Fund and how you can help uh, people on the front line. Coming up next on My Talk. And welcome back, you guys. You are listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean. Don't forget about Project Down and Dirty, classic radio drama. It is coming up the last week of October. Uh, The organization that we are partnering with this year is the Caring for Caregivers Fund with Alina Health. And we're about to find out more about the fund with Lisa Shannon, the Chief Operating Officer for Alina Health, who is joining us right now. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for making time for us today.
1: I always get intimidated when we're talking to a chief operating officer, a chief executive (laughs) officer. I just feel like there are a lot of ways that we could really screw things up. So Donna, let's just be on our best behavior here for the next few minutes, okay? Fine. Um, Lisa, let's Please talk. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. They could use a little uh, looseness. For those who don't know, uh, we have talked about caring for caregivers before, but it was earlier in the pandemic. For those who uh, maybe missed that, and here we are six months in, explain what is behind this initiative.
4: Terrific. I'd be happy to do so. And thank you so much for having me and for your support for the Alina Helps Caring for Caregivers Fund. It was established to support our employees who are facing financial difficulties. Uh, as we know, this global pandemic has just impacted all of us, and we wanted to provide a fund for our team so that they are able to focus on their commitment to our patients and the community.
2: So how long has the fund been in place? Like this just started with COVID. Is that how it is? And under what um, circumstances have you found that people have needed
4: to use the fund? Yeah, great question. We've had the fund for years, in fact. And what we did during COVID is ensure that we expanded it. And we asked on our path to recovery that we make sure that our help, our Alina Health team and the community knows a way that they can thank our providers. In fact, our executives this uh, past spring made sure that we were lead contributors and, in fact, funded nearly a million dollars for our staff. And that wow. fund today is uh, just a little over 1.1 million in donations, and we've been supporting our staff.
1: Oh, boy. That is, that's fantastic. I'm i think everyone in the world right now is experiencing some level of i guess i would call it COVID 19 fatigue where it's like man we didn't know how long this would be and uh and now here we are some six months later and it just feels tiring as people live life with these weird restraints on them i can only imagine how much more amplified that feeling of fatigue must be for the caregivers Mm -hmm. who uh still face this problem every day and they they see it and there's it's more much more difficult for them to run from it give us an update on how you think the caregivers that you have at alina health are holding up some half a year into this unforeseen pandemic
4: yeah first of all thank you for recognizing uh the fatigue that this pandemic creates for the entire community and i will just say now is a time more than ever for us to care for our own mental health and well-being I am so proud of our Alina Health staff and their commitment, and we just re- remain very committed through our employee assistance programs, through the which provides um, uh, support in any mental health uh, question or concern. The way our leaders are engaging with them, our physicians who are so uh, leaderly when they're out with our staff and supporting not only their colleagues as physicians, but each other. And, you know, and this fund has helped us because we have reduced stress, whether it be with home mortgages, car payments, Mm -hmm. utility bills. Many of them have other family members now that they're supporting who face other economic issues.
2: I I would imagine that uh, going to work in a hospital when you have children and a family at home and coming home and then having to... Deal with childcare and homeschooling right. just adds to those to those pressures. Um, other, Lisa, other than um, contributing to this fund, and we'll put up a link on our site so that people know where to do that. Uh, what is the best way that someone can support a healthcare worker right now, other than the monetary uh, piece of this puzzle?
4: Yeah. So, the, your words and notes of gratitude and support really mean the world to us. Um, the support to our Caring for Caregivers campaign, and I will say most importantly, take care of your health. Do not ignore symptoms that require medical care. It is safe to have care. When Hmm. caregivers have more stress, it's when they know that a patient waited too long Hmm. to receive their care they or they didn't get a flu shot or they engaged in risky behavior that allowed them to be more exposed to COVID, um, please follow all our public health, um, you know, suggestions and needs and requirements, and don't ignore your own medical care. We're here to help you.
1: That's such an interesting point that you make. I, I remember, uh, gee, it was a couple months ago, uh, it would have been toward the beginning of this, Lisa, that we had a, a doctor on our uh, show, Twin Cities Live, and she said, what happened to all of the heart attacks, what happened to all of the chest pains that people were having, these emergency room situations. And what she was trying to make was that point that you just talked about, which is even in the midst of this pandemic, yes, elective surgeries had to be put on hold, et cetera. There were changes, but still your health is the most important thing in your world. And you need to seek the appropriate medical care at that time. So it's reassuring, I think, to hear you say that if you have something Just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean that you shouldn't be caring for yourself if you have non-COVID-related symptoms.
4: Yeah, thank you for reinforcing that. We have made it exceptionally safe for people to come in for care. And at all of our line of health sites, you can start virtually, and then you can come into our facilities and be absolutely assured that we are taking infection prevention, very, very seriously, and we need to care for you before your, unfortunately, a cancer gets later mm-hmm. staged or along in its journey or a heart attack could have been um, repaired much sooner sure. than uh, letting that wait.
1: Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Lisa Shannon. She is the Chief Operating Officer from Alina Health. Um, We are, of course, partnering with them right now with their Caring for Caregivers. That's who the Donna and Steve show is raising money for this year during Project Down and Dirty. Lisa, we'll get you out of here on this. I'm I'm curious what your perspective is. Early in the summer, we were all looking ahead, I think with some level of worry and concern about the flu season coming head to head with COVID in the fall. And this could really create uh, an, an unpredictable, perhaps overwhelming situation. From what you gather, from your conversations with the caregivers uh, at Alina Health, do you feel that folks there are feeling maybe more optimistic now about this fall flu season than they may have been a few months ago, or are we still bracing for impact?
4: First, we thank the community for helping us in the early spring prepare. All of the providers are well prepared now. We have our personal protective equipment, We know how we're going to handle surges. We cannot precisely predict how COVID or influenza will impact our community, but we do know this, hand-washing, masking, social distancing, and please get your flu shot. Hmm. We are still in a pandemic without a vaccine, and we need everybody to play their part, and we just can't thank all of you enough for how you are helping us be ready to care for you. Well, Lisa, we hope that we
1: raise some money for you guys. Thank you uh, to all of the fine folks who are caregivers at Alina Health. We will try to raise as much money as we can for the Caring for Caregivers uh, Fund. We've got fabulous my talkers out there, so I'm sure that we will all come together and do some good. Lisa, it was great to talk with you this morning. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule.
4: Thank you. Stay well. Thank, thank you, you so much.
2: Lisa, thank you to Goodbye. you and your staff. Okay, you guys, you can go to mytalk1071.com and just click on that project down in Dirty um, icon, that picture, mm-hmm. and it'll bring you to um, all the charities. Ours is Caring for Caregivers with Alina Health. So very cool.
1: You tell me that she does not make you feel calm talking to her?
2: Yes, she's very pleasant. I mean, chill. very
1: pleasant. That's, that's a... If I was a cheap, opera- a cheap operating officer,
2: I think <laughs> yeah, I would just a cheap operating
1: officer. I, I think I would <laughs>
2: naturally...
1: <laughs> i just bark at people. And I'd be like, I'm COO, get out of my way. And she was just, just had such dignity about her. And I just, you know, I really like hearing well-spoken people speak.
2: I do as well. It's a nice change. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh oh, after three hours of this oh, malarkey no,
2: so true anyway oh um, mytalk my talk 1071.com you guys if you would be so kind as to support uh the caring for caregivers program um in the meantime um do we have new is anybody still watching dancing with the stars Mm-mm-mm. Mm, Don, no. No, no, it's okay. But, but we are
1: committed to watching headlines. Yeah. Yes. So we'll watch for headlines about DWTS.
2: Yes. So the latest headline, I guess, is Carol Baskin responding to a lawsuit.
3: Yes. So the family of Don Lewis, his kids, are responding because on Tuesday's show, I, I kind of put the onus on the judges because they actually are... Making jokes about death and things like that, and, and they're saying that this is really disrespectful. And they're suing Carol Baskin now for not responding in the appropriate way. Um, she was quote complicit with jokes about her former husband's death on Dancing with the Stars when judges brought up TikTok videos inspired by her storyline in Tiger King. Mm-hmm.
0: So she's not really
3: answering, but she's not saying please don't. I mean, on on TV, she's saying please. They want her to say, please stop talking about that. I'm not sure what they want from this. They want their dad back, of course, and they're not going to get it. Uh, So she's basically uh, having to deal with this defamation lawsuit filed by the family since Tuesday. So just for uh, standing by and allowing this to happen. Yeah, they need to knock it off. Honestly, it's making them look bad. Uh, You know, it's just tacky. And we know that you have her on the show because she was on a very controversial Netflix show. And it involved a disappearance of her ex-husband. But that doesn't mean that you can than joke around about a subject like that when right. there's a real family involved. That's right. just Absolutely. my opinion. Like know. a real human being. No, I could not agree with you more. I think they should be suing ABC,
2: not Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think they feel that she has something to do with it, and it's a way to keep that, you yeah, know what I mean, going, that narrative going so that people stop looking, look, not looking at her as a suspect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, I can't watch a show. I can't watch it.
1: I can't, even when there's uh, not, like, it's not even the controversy that's keeping me at bay. It's just my personal taste for a dance show. It's never been my bag. Can I just say that?
2: You want to watch good dancers.
0: I want to watch, no, i
1: Pretty sure
3: that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I just don't want to be locked in ballroom dance. That's why I like oh, World I of see. Dance. Sure, that's why okay. I like So You Think You Can Dance because you get to see lyrical. You get to see ballroom styles. But you also get to see hip hop, you get to see jazz, yes. you get to see cap, you get to see it all. Gotcha. Much
2: better show. <sighs> yep. Yep. You're right.
1: So you think you can't all right, we got to go. I,
2: do we have to talk about this we injury? Do. Okay. We're going
1: to talk about two. I don't know if you know about both of them.
2: Mm. I, I I saw the headline. I went nope. And I no, just are, the are you talking
1: about Cake Boss headline or yes. Los Angeles Chargers headline?
2: Um, I did see the Los Angeles Chargers headline. I don't know how this happens.
1: There were two whoopsie daisies that happened, which kind of inspires our Facebook question today, which is what's the most ridiculous way you've hurt yourself? Uh, we'll tell you what happened to the Cake Boss. Yes, that Cake Boss. When bowling at his home bowling alley, rut row. We'll get into mm-hmm. it when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey,
2: welcome back. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> it, oh, are coming, I we think. I
2: you have a real, real strong stomach.
1: Just, this grosses
2: me out no. so bad.
1: Really? It's not going to get that gross. It's I'm gonna, ready. It's hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you, you
4: see you, so Time say for If You, you See, see something, something, say
0: something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight, tonight.
1: Cake Boss. Everybody loves Cake Boss. I Buddy love Balastro. him.
2: He's great. He's
1: making big cakes. He lives in New Jersey. I'm that's not the love. Look, I got a cake, boy, and then you know it's always when they walk the cake in. That's the
3: <laughs> that's
1: the moment. That's the the yeah. climax of each episode. Will they spill that cake?
2: Right.
1: Well, Buddy's doing well as the cake boss. He and his family have a bowling alley in their New Jersey home. Do wow. all homes in
2: Jersey have that? Um, most of them. Yes. Okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> so they were enjoying a game the other night. And then the pin setter, eh. that resets the pins. Eh. It malfunctioned a little bit. So, what well, buddy did? Hey, I have a cake boss. I'm a pin boss. What do we doing here? He reached in yeah. and t- t- just to dislodge one of the pins. <laughs> it got all messed up. His rep representative mm-hmm. says, quote, his right hand became lodged and compressed inside the unit. Then, unable to remove his hand, Buddy Velastro, the cake boss, can see a one and a half inch metal rod slowly and repeatedly oh, impale his hand three times between his ring finger and his middle finger. Did Donna just pass out? She did. did she just she fall did. The... She fell out of Donna? No, 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 Donna. Donna, did you just.
2: I just have to take my headphones off. Okay. She can't hear it. I can't. This is
3: making her feel bad.
1: Buddy's sons actually had to cut through the metal rod with a (laughs) reciprocating saw to set him free. Buddy had two surgeries. He is home from the hospital, but his rep says he'll need, quote, prolonged recovery and therapy.
2: Okay, I'm coming back. Hold on. (sighs) This poor guy uses his hands for a living. This is his dominant hand.
1: Yeah, he's a Uh, righty.
2: Oh, jeez. Buddy.
1: Buddy. Buddy, boo. He's my buddy. You need to go see him, Donna. Since your, your dog is named Boo. Buddy, if you went and just gave him a like a soft, somewhere between soft and medium scratch behind his ears, <laughs> you're my buddy Boo. Boo and buddy then his, his foot
3: starts shaking. At yeah. least, yeah. at least tweet him and put a picture of Buddy and say, "My buddy Boo sends you a love. lot of love." Aww. Sending
1: love to you, Buddy, too.
2: That is horrifying. That just seeing it in slow motion <laughs> in real time, <laughs>
1: though. Oh, my gosh. Here's something interesting that happened that I saw over the the weekend, Uh... and now I understand what happened. So the L.A. Chargers game was about to start. They have a starting quarterback named Terod Taylor. And then I hear the commentators saying, well, a very surprising start. Rookie quarterback Justin Herbert is starting. We hadn't received. Herbert. 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 Did you guys see the big sale this weekend at Herberger's? God, rest her soul. Herbergers. Gone. <laughs> Haven't seen her in years. <laughs> oh, so Justin Herper is starting the game. And the the commentators are like, we don't know. None of the, the team officials tipped us off to this. This is a surprise move. And we just thought, wow, maybe the coach said, hey, hey rookie, you're in there. Yeah, it wasn't exactly what happened. So Tarot Taylor was supposed to start the football game, but his ribs were a little bit sore. So he went to the doctor to get a painkiller. Very often, uh, football players would get like an injection before a game, just to kind of numb up some pain that they're dealing with.
2: Okay. So
1: the doctor injected it, uh, he had to put like a kind of a, a, I would assume like a steroid kind of an injection, something like that, mm-hmm. into, his, uh, into his chest. In the process, the team doctor for the Los Angeles Chargers accidentally punctured his lung. To Rod Taylor, hasn't commented yet, presumably because he can't get enough air to speak. (laughs) But yesterday, Mm. Chargers coach Anthony Lynn acknowledged that Taylor did suffer what he called a, quote, complication from the injection. And he said, quote, it it happens. You know, no one's perfect. The doctor, he's a good man. It's just unfortunate.
3: Doctors are people.
1: They're people. Oh, okay. People. I'd hate to get my (laughs) lung punctured.
2: I got one for you. I saw something. I'm gonna say something. What? Does it
1: have to do with physical pain?
2: Um Not exactly, but this is this is so disgusting. Um, okay, so Michael mm. Jackson's cousin Marsha says, 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 <laughs> says she That was a good chance, says she has the last propofol IV drip that michael jackson used one steve
1: sorry i I did not mean to slurp my coffee right there i'm sorry i'm sorry and i know you guys don't like mouth sounds i'm really sorry Mm -hmm. i'm just you know the
2: one that he had in his arm on his deathbed and she Steve,
1: keep going i'm listening i'm loving this so the same one
2: we actually have audio of her talking about it just get a load of this
0: Mm. (laughs) Shortly after Michael died, I went to the house. I was able to go in and go to the bedroom.
4: This was uh, over by the stand. And what I did, I took it and put it in my purse. This actually belonged with Michael Jackson. It had some white, like milk fluid inside of it, which later on uh, dissolved.
0: But this is actually Michael right here. DNA, that's what made me grab it. the blood, and this is one of the IVs, the last one
4: actually that he had in his arm when
3: he died. Are you kidding me, lady?
1: Wait, so what's she doing with it? She's,
3: she's, selling, she's, it. Selling, she's selling it. She's selling it. She's hoping to get 2,500 bucks. Are she, you... What?
1: Yeah, there's a lot what to a unpack disgrace. there. What oh. disgrace. First of all, you know the Eagles are like, for real?
2: I know. You're going to use Hotel California? Us, right?
1: This is like when a politician uses someone's song without clearing it with them. They're like, could you not do uh, the I'm selling Michael Jackson's milky substance and blood yeah, to no. our song? Right? No,
2: I mean, and, and she's, she's no shame. Just like, yeah, that's why. I put it in my put purse. Put it in my purse. And I, I saw the
1: blood and was like, gotta have it.
2: DNA. Like, that's what you see? You don't see that your cousin just died and this is like a horrifying thing for his family? I mean,
3: that you're even, if you're that type of person, why are you even allowed in the room? Yeah, no kidding. Marsha, come on. Jeez, Marsha. Steve, what?
1: Do you guys not have coffee?
3: We don't drink it like that.
2: Don doesn't drink oh. coffee. I don't wow. drink caffeine.
1: Don, you are you.
2: Don doesn't do anything
1: fun anymore. Hey, I hey don't. Hey, hey. I am so lame. I you don't should be drink studied alcohol though.
2: or
3: caffeine. Jeez. Hey, I'm
1: 31 days into my uh, alcohol cleanse. Oh,
3: good for you, Steve. Oh, living, living great. good, I eating you better. Feel great.
1: Down about eight
3: pounds. Wow.
1: wow. Well, not to brag, but but my butt looks really great.
2: Awesome.
3: Ooh. More That's on that. Flatter. As well. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you.